Welcome to the D1 Media One podcast recorded by the media program at Dennis Yarmouth Regional High School. In these shows, we will discuss news and issues addressed to the D.Y. School District and the communities of Dennis and Yarmouth. Welcome back to the Conspiracy Theory Podcast. My name is Bryn Hutton. I'm here with Savannah Dolphinet and Rebecca Lynn. Today, we're going to be talking about Brian Laundrie and Gabby Petito. So, I know Rebecca and I know about this case, but Savannah... I know you don't. So this will be... This is going to be so interesting. <laughs> this will be a fun She can form her fun. actual own opinions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you want to start off, Rebecca? Yeah. So I'm just going to say, like, how I started hearing about mm. it. And it was TikTok. And That's was, how I heard about it. And it was, like, days and days of just TikTok after TikTok after TikTok mm. about Gabby Petito. And it was that one picture of her in, like, Wyoming. And it was... Um, and it was just documenting this whole thing about how she was missing yeah. at this point. And a lot of TikTokers were hopping on, like, the trend and making TikToks about it. And basically, um, I started researching about it, and it was this crazy guy. As What, what is I, like, yeah. thought about it? And they were in this toxic, abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And basically, they went on a cross-country road trip, this, this couple. And they had gotten pulled over or they had gotten just like a call from the police Mm -hmm. that she had hit him while driving um and that there had been a like physical altercation and um the woman police this is the part that resonated with me the woman Mm -hmm. police officer that had pulled her over and that was speaking to her there's a body cam footage of her saying like get out of the relationship you don't have to stay in this relationship Mm -hmm. if you don't want to like you can make a change I know this change is scary but it's okay if you want to get out of this relationship and then a few weeks later it was like he was the suspect yeah so so that's how I found out about it (laughs) it's basically like this couple you know these two people leave on this cross-country vacation vacation and only one returns yeah, and I heard about of, it from TikTok. Yeah, now, yeah. I yeah. Just and she documented. She was like a little influencer type of yeah. person. Yeah, she, she documented the entire thing mm-hmm. on Instagram. There were like reels and videos and stories. Like she had posted videos the day before and yeah. days leading up to. And then she had. They were starting a YouTube channel. They only had one video at the time, but mm-hmm. they they were like van life mm-hmm. influencers, and that's what they were trying to start because that's what she wanted to do. Was just vlog her whole kind of road trip yeah and like the, the adventures that they took yeah okay so gabby was born on march 19th 1999 so she was 22 mm-hmm. and uh, she was born in blue point long island in new york and she was always described as being very happy and optimistic and everyone knew her as just loving nature. Bubbly. Very That's bubbly. What, yeah. yeah. Loving, like, being outside. And so she quit her job. She worked at a juice bar. She quit her job to pursue van life where she would travel around and experience nature and share her adventure on YouTube. And Brian, her fiancé, was born on November 17th, 1997. And they met in at Bayport Blue Point High School in Long Island. And they didn't start dating in high school, but they started dating after. Like, they knew each other in high school, but they started dating in March of 2019, and then Brian proposed to her in July of 2020. 
So Brian's parents then moved to Northport, Florida, and then Brian and Gabby moved in with them before they left for their road trip. And Gabby had bought a 2012 Ford Transit van to travel across the country and visit different national parks and just explore nature, which is something that they were both very passionate about. They loved nature and being outside and just like adventure and everything like that. And their trip had officially started on July 2nd, 2021 in Long Island. They were going to visit different national parks and they planned to reach Oregon as their final stop by the end of October. Um, however, Gabby disappeared in late August after visiting Grand Teton National Park in, Wino in Wyoming. And as we mentioned a little earlier, Gabby was very active on social media. You know, she was an influencer on there documenting her kind of van life journey. She would always kind of document the whole trip and post yeah. different pictures from every national park. Oh, so people caught on, like, really quickly. Like, multiple yeah. stories a day, like, click, click, yes. click through the story. You know how yeah. influencers are like that. Mm -hmm. So, like, as soon as she stopped posting, you know, and she actually had posted a picture, like, a series of pictures from a photo shoot that she mm -hmm. had done weeks prior yeah. um, as her last Instagram post. It was already a picture that she had taken. It wasn't a new picture, and people knew that because it was the same outfit and it was the same place. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, that's a whole other thing, too. That's a whole yeah. other conspiracy. Like, she might have posted it just to make sure people didn't catch on, or he mm -hmm. posted it. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, a weird thing, and people were like, that's weird, because she right. always posted on her. So yes. it was, like, you know, multiple things a day. And she would always tag her location. Like, she would always have the geo tag on so that people mm -hmm. knew what national park she was at. She'd always have pretty lengthy captions as well. And... Uh, yeah, so she would always have very lengthy captions as well, and she did this uh, through July, and then from July 31st, she doesn't post from then until August 12th, which is very abnormal for her, because like, like, she's very right. active on social mm -hmm. media. And then on July 28th, Gabby launched Nomadic Static, which was her and Brian's blog for their trip. And then as they're on their road trip, it's August 12th in Utah, Brian and Gabby are seen having an argument and a physical altercation and end up being pulled over by police. And this was that body cam footage mm -hmm. um, where a lot of people on TikTok, especially you probably oh, yeah, know this, I, I people saw on TikTok it. were like, oh my God, I know I've been there. That's how you cry when, you're, when your man is manipulating you, when he's gaslighting mm -hmm. you, when he's toxic, like she should get out of that. And it was a lot of that. It was a lot of, yeah. like, sympathy for her and sadness for her because, like, as girls, like, teenage girls mm -hmm. can tell, like, oh, my God, she's in this, like, toxic relationship, you know? Yeah. And that's when I started, like, following it. And that's right. the first thing I knew is that this girl was in this, like, abusive relationship. Yeah, that you mm -hmm. could see all of the signs. Right. Just from seeing that body cam footage. And she, like, she, um, she makes it fall back on her. Yes. She makes her feel like it was her fault when I'm, like, you know, 99.9% yes, sure like, that it's, like, totally not. Yeah. Like, he was this crazy guy. <laughs> like, She's, totally. like, frantically apologizing the whole time. Right. Even though, just because most likely she was probably afraid of 
the consequences after. And he had mentioned, oh, she has some mental health yeah. issues going on. Oh, she's oh, so he's like something. manipulating everyone. everyone. Yeah, right. What? And everyone. she had said she has. He had said to like the officers, like, um, she has been depressed recently. Mm-hmm. Like we're just going through a bad patch. Um, yeah, yeah. And so a man had called police and reported seeing Brian slap Gabby and then them getting into the car and driving off. And then the van was found by police and pulled over. And the police said that Brian, who was driving, uh, was driving very obscurely and seemed to be almost like he was intoxicated because of the way that he was driving. He was hitting curbs. He was swerving all over the road. And he was doing 45 and a 15. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then when they're pulled over, Gabby is seen sobbing. And she Mm -hmm. says it's because they were fighting that morning. She's very stressed out. And he was keeping her out of the car that morning. He locked her out of the van that she owns. She owns the van. So he's like, "Mm mm-mm. Yeah. Even though this is yours? No. Fully locked her out of her own van because he said that they needed space that morning. So that she could calm down. Yeah, this dude is like weird. Mm -hmm. And they had been in a coffee shop from I think it was 9 a.m. to 3. And she was Mm -hmm. setting up their blog. And Brian was very vocal on the fact that he hated screens and technology and social media. And he posted this on his Instagram very often, which kind of is ironic because he's using a social media platform to speak out (laughs) against a social media platform. I'm going to post it on my screen that I hate using screens. (laughs) Yes. Um, And so we think that that is probably what kick-started this argument because Mm -hmm. he was fed up with the fact that they just spent six hours working on this when he wanted to go to another um, site. They wanted to go to, like, another campground or something like that. And so Gabby also brings up that the fight – was also partially caused by the fact that, you know, she struggles with OCD and anxiety and she was trying to clean the van that morning and Brian had been hiking barefoot and he tracked a bunch of dirt into the van and that kind of stressed her out Mm because she was cleaning and then he got it dirty again. Mm -hmm. And while Gabby is being interviewed by police, Gabby's hyperventilating. She's struggling to talk. She's frantically she apologizing. She asks for water. Asks she for water. That. She's still crying. She's shaking. She's struggling to stay still. And, like, she's just moving all over the place. Mm-hmm. But Brian, when he's being questioned, he's calm. He's overly polite. He's making jokes with the officer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. no. You just know. Yeah. Like, she's afraid that she's going to go get hit after this. Exactly. And then he's just like... "Mm." And Brian is trying to make himself look like the greatest guy ever. Yeah. When in reality, you're not. Right. And then officers had noticed that Brian had scratches on his arms and Mm -hmm. his face. And the officer had questioned Gabby. And she's frantically apologizing and said... That while they were arguing, she kind of, like, lightly hit his arm. And then Brian says that, you know, she did do that and also says that, you know, the witnesses the witnesses that saw him hit her, he says he did that because she has a tendency to swing when she gets mad and she had her phone in her hand and he shoved her away because she he was afraid she was going to hit him. Right. 
And this is the same day, Mm -hmm. August 12th, the same day that they got pulled over is the same day that she had posted on Instagram for the first time in, what, 13 days. And she posted twice on that day. I'm looking at it right now. She posted twice. Mm -hmm. And then she posted again exactly a week later, and then she posted again six days later, and August 25th was the last time she posted. But, like, that's kind of ironic that she posted on Instagram. Like, she had taken, like, a little little hiatus, mm-hmm. little, like, two-week, like, <laughs> right. break from posting on Instagram and then happened to post on Instagram the same exact day. The day that, that this altercation takes right, place. Right, that, like, this yeah. happened. Yeah. So the cops, there were mostly male cops that had, I think there was only one female officer. Right. And I don't think she was there for the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so the male cops were there, and you can tell that they're starting to pin Gabby as the prime aggressor. They're trying to pin this all on her. And then they're also trying to make it seem like it's because of her mental illness that this is why she did this. And they're well, trying... And it also doesn't help that she's kind of, like, freaking out. Yeah. And he's sitting there like, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. fine. Right. I have nothing to worry about. And then mm-hmm. she's, like, hyperventilating. Exactly. Right? Even though we have two eyewitnesses who called the cops saying that they saw a man hit a woman. Right. No one, none of the witnesses stated that Gabby put her hands on Brian. Exactly. So Yet the cops um, are pinning Gabby as the prime aggressor. Right. And so I guess a second witness had said that they also saw Brian shove her, but they weren't sure if it was an act of aggression or if he was trying to stop her from making an act of aggression. But he's much larger than she is. He wasn't a big guy. Like, he wasn't large. But she was very petite. Like, she was very small. She was small. Yeah. And this man is shoving her. And it's not... It wasn't a light shove. It was a forceful shove. So, either way, he's still putting his hands on her. Exactly. And then eventually the police do determine that... Gabby wasn't trying to harm Brian, even though they, like, for whatever reason, they're still ignoring the fact that Brian was most likely the prime aggressor, but whatever. They decide that this was just a mental health issue. They tell Brian that they're going to put up in a hotel that night, and they tell Gabby to take the van. And so Brian also told the cops that he doesn't have a phone even though there's body cam footage showing Brian take his phone out of his pocket and go on his phone. And then the cops ask Gabby if there's anything like that she wants to let Brian know. And she says to make sure that he doesn't forget his phone charger because he tends to do that. So that already mm-hmm. establishes that he's lying to police. Right. Is so. Brian's so stupid. Yes. Like, <laughs> what? Yes, he, he just. Is. Oh, my God. Not the smartest man. (laughs) Like, what? And then from August 17th to August 23rd, Brian had left Gabby at Fairfield Inn in Salt Lake City, Utah. And he flew back home to Florida to help his dad empty out a storage unit that him and Gabby had all of their stuff in. And Brian's father had offered to let them keep all their stuff in the house so that they wouldn't need a storage unit in the first place. But for some reason, Brian didn't want to do that. And then Brian flew back to Utah, and then him and Gabby left the hotel together on August 24th. And so that prompted Gabby's mother to wonder why he was moving Gabby's stuff. 
so early? Why did he leave the road trip to right. move Gabby's stuff? And that's when she FaceTimed her mom. Yeah. It's 24. She FaceTimed her mm-hmm. and her mother FaceTimed. Yes. And that um, was the last phone call. Yeah. And then August 19th, so while she's alone in the hotel room, Gabby posted the first and only video to their YouTube channel documenting their journey up to the time. And then she also posts on Instagram, doesn't tag the location, which she always did. And she uses, like in the caption, she uses hashtags that she had never used before, which one of which was live plastic free, which Brian Mm. used on his Instagram pretty much every day and every post was pretty much about speaking out against the use of plastic water bottles and when the cops were questioning them brian was offered water and he denied it because he doesn't like plastic water bottles that's what he said but Mm -hmm. gabby accepted and gabby had like two plastic water bottles in in her hand um so that we think was one of the first times that brian had posted on her instagram and then Yeah, August 21st, Gabby talked to her dad on the phone, tells him that she's in Salt Lake City, but the power's out, and asks him if he can order her food and deliver it to the Fairfield Inn, which was the last time she ever spoke to her father. And then August 24th was the FaceTime call to her mom, like Rebecca said. And then August 25th was the last Instagram post. Yeah, and that one was really weird. Because it said happy Halloween. It said happy Halloween. She's in... I'll show you. All right. of her posts up to then were nature shots. This one clearly is not in a national park. Oh. She's like, nowhere near anything like that. She's in a city-looking spot yeah. against, like, a painted wall with oh, a Oh, so it's, like, completely different than what she normally yeah. posts. Yeah, so it's definitely not taken from the same time. And right. she's wearing an outfit that she definitely wouldn't have worn hiking. Yeah. She's wearing like a like a dress. Yeah, like a long skirt or a dress. Her hair is a lot shorter than it was on the road trip. I don't think she's stopping to get her hair cut. Yeah. And it's also it looks freshly dyed. Whereas her old posts, Mm -hmm. you can tell her hair is not as freshly dyed, and I don't think she's stopping getting her hair done. In the middle of <laughs> yeah. Utah. And you had mentioned, like, there's no location on that. Instagram right, and there's no location. Like, the last one. That's so, like, weird. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty yeah. sure that, like, everybody caught on by then. Yeah. Yeah. And then August 27th, Gabby's mom got a text from Gabby's phone. She doesn't believe that it was Gabby that sent it, but it was yeah. from her phone. And it says, can you help Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. And Stan is Gabby's grandfather, but Gabby's mom says that she never referred to him as Stan and never would. So that's what kind of concerned her and hinted at her that this was sent by Brian, most likely. Right. It probably was. Yeah. Because, like, what? Because why would you... Why would you call your grandfather by the yeah. wrong name? Right. Because if I was getting my grandfather's text, I wouldn't text my mom and tell her to go check up on Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Like, weird. That's weird. You know? And it wasn't like, hi, mom, how are you? Can mm-hmm. you tell Stan? <laughs> right. Can you help Stan? Yeah. <laughs> Just straightforward. Right. And she checked in with her vi- her family very frequently, and it was right. always very long conversations. Oh, and so this was very unusual. Yeah, this was so very it was unusual. 100% hit. Oh, yeah. And then August 30th, another text is sent to Gabby's mom from Gabby's phone reading, no service in Yosemite. That's it. 
which her texts were never this brief to her mom, and her and Brian didn't even have plans to go to Yosemite. Mm-hmm. So they don't know, like, why this was sent. And her mom knew this. She knew they weren't going to Yosemite. So her mom thinks that this could have been, you know, Brian sending it and maybe Brian trying to throw people off the trail of where he left Gabby's body. Right. And where Gabby was Because if they think that she's in Yosemite, they'll They're going to look there. Right. And then September 1st. Brian returned home in Florida by himself in Gabby's van without Gabby oh. at 10.30 a.m. To his, par- his parents' to house. To his parents' house. And he's alone. And then August 31st, a new playlist was made on Gabby's Spotify called Self Consumption. Most likely. Oh, so he's just like yeah. continuously doing this. Yeah, mostly because he doesn't made want by Brian while he's driving right. back from Florida. There's one song on it which is really weird, and it's called Badger's Wake by Matt Berry, which the lyrics are very weird and consist of lines like, below the frosted up roots, below the green sand, deep below the pond, green woods, that's where the badgers do sleep, deep as solitary stone, in gray and crimson and greens, in slumber of blood and bone, the badger lies still as he dreams. I hear one last slow breath underneath the beech tree home, the smell of a badger's death. Mm-hmm. Why are you listening to that song while you're driving? Well, I also <laughs> wanted, like, I wanted really? to mention, you know the YouTube video that she posted, the lone YouTube video that mm-hmm. she posted? Do you remember the like snapshots of Brian in the hammock reading mm-hmm. the Annihilation book? Yeah. And it was literally called The Annihilation. It's literally about four women who go missing in this, like, vacant area of the mm-hmm. woods where people, like, just go missing all the time and how, like, they're trying to cover it up. Yeah. And it's, it's literally basically how to get away with murder exactly. in, in the middle of the woods. So, and they noticed it after she had posted it days after, like, yeah. when she had gone missing. And he's just, like, sitting there reading mm-hmm. The Annihilation. <laughs> That's what, I, I just wanted to mention that, like, I was, like, I remember when that was happening. Yeah. And I asked my mom what the Annihilation <laughs> was. But, um, yeah, super, super weird stuff it's that he did. It's really weird. Like that's such a strange song. Do you think for him like to be he was like to? planning this the entire time that they were like together? I don't or know just if it's like the entire was, like, time. Bad. I think it was honestly probably sparked by one of their fights, <coughs> and I think yeah. he just kind of cried. And maybe he like took the opportunity, like, oh, we're going away for a long time, mm-hmm. and we're gonna be off the grid for a little so, bit. So like nobody yeah. suspects. Nobody's no gonna, gonna know. Nobody's. We're gonna be doing dangerous hikes. You know, like all this mm-hmm. stuff. She's, like, you know, she's safe right. with me. Like, everyone thinks she's safe with yeah. me. And so maybe he had wanted to. I mean, obviously, he's a killer. Like, he's a psychopath. Yeah. But, like, he had just taken this opportunity where he could. Like, where he was able to murder her. Right. It's very weird. And then on August 24th, Roberta Laundry, who is Brian's mom, made a reservation for two at the DeSoto Park campground in St. Petersburg for September 1st through the 3rd. And then she canceled it on August 31st and made a new reservation for three people on September 3rd to camp on the weekend of September 6th through the 8th. And then September 10th, Gabby's mom texted Brian asking where they were because she was worried and people were calling and texting Brian's family, getting mm-hmm. no response because they couldn't reach Gabby, so they had to go to Brian's family. And Brian, no one is getting in touch with them. No one's telling them what's happening. Their daughter's missing, 
and her fiance's family won't tell them anything. They're on a camping trip. So they're just right. like protecting him and yeah. whatever. Well, he, the, the parents get weirder after oh, this, yeah. but they were camping, and then on s- September 11th is when she files the missing, missing person. Re- yeah, missing persons report, and then that's when the police go. Yeah. To their house and do you remember when that happened and it was all over i remember like when it was oh, all over yeah. the news and it was just a picture of the driveway mm-hmm. no one was coming out yeah no one was doing anything and like the police were standing outside waiting mm-hmm. for these people to come out and they were just like not cooperating and, and not then dog the bounty hunter got involved too yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then september 12th gabby's parents had to release a letter to brian's parents through their lawyer asking them to assist in locating their daughter because they were certain from the start that Brian's parents knew where Brian left Gabby. Like, as soon as they knew that yeah, Bar- because Gabby Brian was missing, obviously had Brian to have told had to someone. Have and they know that his parents are covering it up. Yeah, because, because why else would they not be responding to her? Exactly. Because from one parent to another, they, like she it's knows that they're going to help. Yeah. yeah. She knows that they're going to understand what she's going through. But And, and Gabby had been living with these people. Yeah, Gabby has yeah. been living with them. Like, Codependent on these people, like right. she is living with them, and you would think, like you know, they care about her, they like her and stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, these parents, the laundries, like Are, showed absolutely yeah. no, like no like remorse, remorse. yeah, mm-hmm. remorse or emotion, like about Gabby at all. It wasn't even yeah. like, oh my god, let's find where she is. Oh my god, I miss her so much. Right, it was like oh, I was like oh, oh whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like not my kid, but. And then on September 14th, Brian was officially identified as a person of interest in Gabby's disappearance. And then uh, September 17th, Brian's reporting missing by his parents. Very convenient. I also want to (laughs) put in there... I think it was it was before he went. It was like the day after he went missing, Mm -hmm. before they found Gabby's remains, because those are a few days apart. Yeah. Um, like the the drone camera of like the someone was flying a drone over the laundry's backyard and both laundry parents were like out in the backyard near the shed and they were just like outside like near their garden and she had looked up the the mom had like looked up and saw it and like pointed at him and they went inside and it was like it was like a bird's eye view of their um their yard and they were outside yeah that's crazy and then yeah, so his parents say that the last time they saw him was at the reserve when they were going camping because mm-hmm. the, the three of them went camping together. And then they say that they went looking for him and they found his car with a note from the police saying that the vehicle needed to be removed, but they left it overnight so that Brian could drive back. And then the next day when Brian didn't return, the parents went back and took the car back to their house. If your child is missing while camping... Why are you going to go and take his car? <laughs> I know. So that he can't get home. Yeah. And then this same day, Gabby's stepdad flew out to Wyoming to try to find Gabby. And then that same day again, or maybe the next day, Brian and an older woman, presumably his mother, but we don't know for sure, were spotted in an AT&T store purchasing a phone believed to be a burner phone. Mm-hmm. And then September 15th, Northport Police Chief Todd Garrison tweeted the Laundry family lawyer begging them to arrange a conversation with Brian so that they can find Gabby. This is getting to the point where the police chief has to go to Twitter 
That's crazy. And Twitter's resort. like insane. Yes. Yeah. Tw- <laughs> like, yeah. That's like the only mm-hmm. social media. No. Mm-mm. Yes. And then September 17th, the FBI arra- arrived in the Grand Teton National Park to search for Gabby. And that same day, Brian's sister, Cassie, says that she hadn't been able to get in contact with her brother since he arrived home in Florida. But when you look at the interview and you listen to like her word choice and her look at her body language, you can tell she's lying. Mm-hmm. And pictures also came out from Cassie herself. That they were camping. Um, that they were camping together. She was at the camp at the same time with her family. And it's pictures of her and Brian and then Brian with her two children. And Brian's mm. there having the time of his life, wow. even though his fiance is missing. And, they're, and he and supposedly the whole doesn't know anything about it. And going along with this? Yeah. Right. That's like insane. And then uh, the Laundry family attorney, Steve Bertolino, was asked if Cassie Laundry was at the campground at the same time as her brother, and his response was IDK. Not I don't know. He didn't even expand <laughs> right. it to I don't know. He fully just said IDK. So he just plainly doesn't care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then Gabby was spotted in a store with Brian on either August 25th or 26th. So this kind of helps to point towards when she was killed and then September 18th the search for Brian had started at a 24,000 acre Carlson Reserve in Florida over a hundred miles of trails in that reserve so and a lot of it is underwater it goes it fluctuates from being in and out of water parts of it and a witness named Jessica Schultz said that she saw Brian parked in a van without Gabby on September 6th in this camping area. So that points to the fact that he is most likely there. We know that his parents were there with a third person, most likely him, because Cassie had her own reservation with her family. And then YouTubers that were in the air t- in the area around the same time were going through their footage from August 27th and realized that they drove by what they now believe to have been Gabby's van parked in the side of the road near the camping ground. And this was the area where Gabby's body was eventually discovered on September 19th on the eastern border of Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. So they have footage of Gabby's van parked on the side of the road and without that, the FBI like probably wouldn't have known to go to like that exact mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. And then that's where they discover her body. And the autopsy confirmed that it was Gabby. They confirmed it was homicide. And blunt force injuries to the head and neck yep. with strangulation. Oh, my God. So he yeah. strang- he either strangled her first and then whacked her or whacked her on the head and knew she and was going to die and then strangled her so that her. she would die. Yeah. Um, and then... Petito's body was left outside. For three to four weeks. Yeah. So, like, she had been dead for at least three weeks, mm-hmm. which points to the uh, late August, yeah. like, late late 20s. And then on September 22nd, a warrant was issued uh, for Brian undergrounds of bank fraud. Not mm-hmm. the murder of Gabby, but Oh, so bank he's fraud. doing other so stuff So now also. they actually had a warrant. They actually had, like, a... I don't know what the terminology is, mm-hmm. but, like... Um, they had a reason to arrest him because yeah. he was just a suspect at this at, right. for the murder at this point. Like it was suspicious and it was like weird what he was doing, but like there mm-hmm. was no evidence 
but now it's like yeah. you can you can arrest someone for bank fraud too. Right. So. Because he was using Gabby's bank account. Right. While he was leaving and going back to Florida. And then there were two different people. One posted uh, a TikTok talking about how on August 29th, she had picked up Brian, who was hitchhiking in Grand Teton. And then another woman came forward saying that she had also picked up uh, Brian hitchhiking by himself. And Brian had said like to the, the woman that he had been camping by himself for a couple days and his fiance was back in their van working on their blog. But when she you know, saw Brian, he looked clean. He looked freshly showered not like someone who had been camping outside by themselves for multiple days. Yeah, because having be to like hitchhike. Dirty. Yeah, so I'm we like... know that that's a lie. And then a family who was camping at the same site as the Laundry family at the same time took a picture together and realized that Brian is walking in the background of their picture, or at least a man that looks strikingly similar. Mm-hmm. So we know that Brian was at the reservation, like at mm-hmm. that campsite. And then Brian Laundry's remains. This is where we get to the good part. This, this is, is my favorite part. part of the entire thing. He dies? Oh, yeah. Oh, he Do you want to tell it? He you dies. Tell the I, will tell, I will tell the story <laughs> loud and proud. Go ahead. His remains are found, what is it, October 20th. Yep. Basically, how I can explain this to you is, like, imagine that you're looking for something in Nickerson State Park. Like, you go into the entrance in mm-hmm. Brewster. You go into the entrance, and you have to look through the entire thing. They could be anywhere, like a pair of shoes or whatever. And you look for days and days and days and days and days, and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, and you don't find the shoes. And then one day, your friend is like, oh, my God, like, I think I know where the shoes are. Like, I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. And you walk 500 feet in, and they're there. After you've been looking throughout the entire thing for three to four weeks, that's how I'm, like, trying to explain it. He was not even a mile into this place that police had searched for weeks. And his mm-hmm. parents were like, oh, this is his favorite spot. Why don't we go search here? Right. After so they just they didn't had, say anything? After they had already been looking for weeks. So it leads, so this is where the conspiracy theory comes, is his remains weren't his body. It was a skeletal, like, part, part of his skull and dental remains yeah his teeth that were like his and then a notebook and his like bag or his backpack yeah next to like some clothes and they said that they couldn't find it because this area had been underwater at the time how convenient is that (laughs) but it's not underwater for three weeks it's not underwater for three weeks and if his parents right the water would have taken it out. Right. It would have moved exactly. it. They would and his not parents, have been stacked together. If, my, if I was missing, my parents would go to that. Same, if, mm-hmm. if they knew that that was his favorite spot, they should have been looking mm-hmm. every day, three times a day, religiously. Like, oh, you yes. know what I it mean? Was, it was also, his handgun was next to it. Yep. It had two bullets in the chamber, and then it had evidence to show that one bullet was fired. Mm-hmm. Did so. he kill himself? Well, that's I don't what, think he's dead. Well, that's what they, that's what they, that's what they came to the conclusion of, that yeah. he killed himself, and that um, that was a thing. But also, that was in October. That was late October that yeah. they had found these remains. And also, another thing I want to say is um, the finale of You had, like, just, my sister had just watched it, and she was telling, I don't watch You. Right. She was telling me about how it was similar. And so when I brought it up to Bryn, she said, 
that Joe had pulled all of his teeth out, left it there, fled the country after he killed his wife. Yeah. Like, this was, like, super weird. And Tana Mojo tweeted. <laughs> it was, like, um, Brian Laundrie pulled the Joe Goldberg. <laughs> like, I just saw yeah. that. Like, it was, Joe, like, like, fully pulls out one of his teeth and just leaves it there to make it look like he killed himself or to make it look like he's dead fake his death and then he like leaves the country yeah like this is this is what to this be with is the new girl that he's gonna stalk yeah like this is accurate this can be this can happen so this was late october yeah. and also I, people think that this happened with brian yes the, yeah. like no way he's dead he's in france he's in mexico he, he's like living his he's life living his life and everybody yeah. just thinks oh it's suicide yeah, yeah. And, the, and the parents had definitely something to do with it they why would they not look at his favorite spot where exactly he would be? like that's so suspicious and then it's it's like right there you walk into it and it's there like you don't have to walk mm-hmm. too far and also another suspicious thing is late january so three months after they had found his body and done the autopsy they found what was written in his notebook, and one, how can it be written in his notebook if it was underwater? How can underwater. you read anything? Yeah. How can you read anything? Right. In a no- especially pen. Like, exactly. It, like, oh, yeah, like, that smudged. would just be gone. Just, yeah, no, it would have been gone if it was underwater for the entire time, one. Mm. Two, it was, like, a confession that he mm. killed Gabby. Like, okay, yeah, you know, we already knew you killed Gabby, but it basically it was that. him saying, yeah. like, I, um, I killed Gabby, and that's my confession, and mm. I admit to it. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, and then Brian's autopsy, autopsy, they think that he was eaten by animals because there's, like, bite marks on his bones. Right. His bones, <laughs> which are honestly probably not him. He probably took out, like, two of his teeth and just left him there. And it was, probably. like, a piece of a skull. A piece of a skull. A small piece of a skull. Right. So, Yeah. Um, I just thought it's the whole thing is suspicious. The whole thing is just like not right. It doesn't sit right. That's just like weird. And as soon as they found his confession, the case is closed. So the case is closed. It's it's gone. It's Mm -hmm. over. Like they're not going to be investigating. I mean, sure, the parents are probably looking for my answers, but like, there's no police no report. There's nothing anything anyone else can do with power. So it's literally just like speculation like is he dead yeah. is he not dead we'll, we'll like, find out yeah. and it's like a new season of a show oh like, yeah we no, just have to wait and literally see and because it's just like what oh, yeah and my theory i feel like he obviously killed gabby and i i know that the parents know something the parents the, the i parents know that they know something, something. They, they're, so they're suspicious. suspicious i think they helped him fake his death they're hiding him somewhere yeah and they took him yeah. on that camping trip they to say goodbye. Yep. <laughs> they they were like, okay, this is gonna be our last time. Mm-hmm. And like, love you, miss you. Here's a couple thousand bucks. Like, right. go to go that, to Mexico. I go feel to this, like go that, to that that yeah. has to be what happened. Yeah, it's because just so perfectly no placed. It's too. There's no way. No way. Because why would they be perfectly arranged right there, next no. to his backpack, next to his notebook, next to his gun and his clothes and his shoes? No. No. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And why would he kill himself? Why would he kill himself? Weeks, but weeks after he'd already been named as a suspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just like... Like, why wouldn't you kill yourself as soon as you're named as suspect? Exactly. Especially when they don't have any, like, real idea where he is. Like, they didn't have his, like, mm-hmm. a location, so it's not like they were really, like, that hot on his trail. Yeah. He's just so. making it more harder for him. So many things exactly. are just, like, so off with everything that he did, with everything that his parents did. Like, um, Gabby's parents, she has two, like, yeah. her, her mom and 
the husband and then her dad and his wife, like, they went on, I don't know if they went on Dr. Phil. Did they go on Dr. Phil? Is that what it was? I think it was. I think it was Dr. Phil. It was Dr. Phil, and they were talking about it, and they were just, like, like, there's so many answers that they didn't get. There's so many unanswered questions that Mm -hmm. they had for the laundries, the police, like, so many things that happened that there was just no definitive answer to. And they're never going to be able to get those answers. Right. Because the laundry family will never cooperate. Right. They're never going to give up Brian's They're true location. They're grieving their son. They're, They're their grieving son. their son. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's, like, so annoying. It's I cannot stand the parents. No, the parents is what's, oh, like, infuriating. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, like, if that was my kid, I'm sorry. Like, Yeah. No. How can you make it any more obvious? Exactly. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. It's so bad. Are they, like, dumb? Like, they must that, be, that usually, whole family, usually honestly. I, I wouldn't blame, like, the killer's... Like parents' mm-hmm. effort, like why yeah. they're like sociopaths, but like in but that here, case, I'm it's going like, to. Okay, like I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but no wonder your kid's a killer. Like not right. to be like that person, but yeah. <laughs> you, like, you're like, crazy. Yeah, like, you why leave are you me no choice but to blame police? you. Exactly, siding with your kid who you don't even know. Like right. you did. Like no, exactly, no. it's just ridiculous. But that's all we have for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie. And we'll see you next time on the Conspiracy Theory team. You've been listening to the DUI Media One podcast, a production of the Dennis Yarmouth Regional High School Media Program. If you'd like to explore other projects created by DUI students, check out DUI Media One on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify.